What's up and welcome to the Espresso with Aaron and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for. Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive. We are your hosts, Aaron and Sarit. And we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. Good morning and a very happy Flex Friday. We are your hosts. I'm Sarit. I'm Erin. And today we're going to be talking about Three fitness strategies that you must implement in 2024, especially if you want to achieve a banging body, get jacked, get toned, get tighter, get lighter, whatever word it is that you use in order for you to improve your body. Today, we're going to be talking about what are the three fitness secrets that we implement each and every single day in our lives and why you should too, because here's one thing that I do know. We're busy people. And I can imagine for those of you who are here with us live, that you are a busy person too. If you're like, yes, I am busy. Go ahead and drop anywhere from busy to busy AF in the chat. So we understand to what degree of AF are you standing at? So what I want to share with you is that we've got a lot going on in our lives. And while, you know, if you were to look at Erin's quads and think that she's probably doing a thousand leg extensions a day, or if you look at my biceps, you might think that I do 500 bicep curls every single day. What if I told you that uh, we spend just about an hour moving, an hour or less per day? And this is what got us the body that we are that we have today. And the other thing to consider is is a whatever approach you follow when it comes to your success in anything, you want to you want to make sure that you're incorporating the 3 A's. The 3 A's are approach attitude and action so today we're gonna today's gonna be an approach conversation because you could be the type of person who is who is so committed who could even be spending two hours in the gym every single day and maybe you're getting mediocre results so what do we do in order to collapse time and get you the best results possible so that you can achieve the best shape of your life. <clears throat> I was about to walk out like a minute ago because I was like, she's on fire. I don't know if I'm needed here. That was, that was you. <laughs> that was you yesterday. <laughs> I, I, I was like, she's on fire. Who needs me today? After um, yesterday's <clears throat> episode, I'm like, oh gosh, like, what am I even doing here? So does anybody ever have those thoughts, by the way? Like, who am I to try to do what I'm doing? I, this like this is such a normal feeling and thought that like don't think that you're weird or alone or uh, uncapable because you have thoughts like this it's more a matter of like how do i turn that around that's a little side topic and a conversation for another day um but yeah you know we're we're all busy i i actually do not know the last time i talked to somebody who's like yeah i got so much time on my hands i just don't even know what to do with it so with that being said, and especially in the society that we live in where everything is quick and, you know, you order something and it shows up on your doorstep the same day or the next day. And, you know, this instant gratification and all of that. Two things. One, um, we're like spinning our wheels and think that we don't have time for things that we actually do value and we think are important. And the other thing is that we expect results sooner and easier than is actually going to happen. So that's good. Um, and and not that not that quick results can't happen, but to have the expectation or the mentality to set our minds of 
hey, you know, whatever it is that I want to achieve is going to take longer and is going to be harder and I'm going to run into obstacles I didn't expect. Then what we do is we put in an extra amount of effort than is necessary. And sometimes we exceed what we were even shooting for because we put in that extra work. And now if we put in the extra, but we fall short to the actual goal that we set, then we still hit the goal that we set. So, um, <clears throat> you commented on my outfit. <clears throat> okay. So here's I the did. deal. Here's I the did. deal. What I just walked in and Sarit just saw what I'm wearing. Cause she, you guys, she just walked out of the shower. I walked out like this. This is it. I just walked out. It was like 58. I'm like, hey, you know, we're starting or like, am I going solo today? No. So, uh, yes, today I was running a little bit behind. I got no, right. On I got time. right on time. Well, I'm I'm a little pushed back on the typical routine that I have. OK. And so I just got out of the shower. and I was like, God, I don't even know what I'm wearing yet. And I have like five minutes till we were going to start. And so. Who of you, I thought about this right on the way I was running out here with my cold coffee. I wish they could see your entire outfit. They will. Hold on. Show. It's badass. Hold on. It's really cool. Okay. So here's the dealio though. Um, put, put, uh, put plain in the chat. If you wear the same damn shit every day, plain, put plain in the comments. If you wear, you're like, I just wear my yoga pants and a hoodie every day. And the, same, the same goddamn hoodie that is gray on Monday and then is yellow by Friday. Okay, put plain, put plain. Yes, okay. I know, I know we're all the same. I used to put on like um, clothes that were not the same and they'd be like, I'm wearing real people clothes. But here's what I realized as I was just running out here. Let, let's see this. Can I, am I able to, can you see the whole thing? Okay, like I got these cool little, right? I tried. Okay. And this bra, you were going to get rid of and it fits me. I was not going to get rid of. I, I ordered it and it, you're going like, to exchange it or something. Well, I was going to return it because my lats are like, no, it looked, you it, said it looked it, too big. It, it, it looked too big. It looks like, it looks like a dress story. on me. And this it's is my bra. story. Okay, go. Okay, so she this was she said too big for her. It's a medium, but it did look like a really big medium. So I was like, whatever, I'll try it on because what's the worst thing? It won't fit, but I'll never know if I don't try. So I tried it on, and it's like really great. Now the thing about sports bras is that I don't like if it's a sports bra. I don't like that there's like a whole bunch of material, mm -hmm. right? It's a lot I of material. Like you feel like, like you're living in a tent. Like look at like it's a lot of material, right? You see that? It's a lot. And I, and yeah, I feel like I'm living in a tent. However, <laughs> however, it makes a good shirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, shoot. Okay. Well, I'm going to wear these black pants because it goes with anything and I got to go quick. And then I'm, and then I'll wear a cute uh, flannel thing looking thing so that I'm not boring. And then what goes under it? I was like a white shirt. And I opened the drawer and I was like, I need a bra to put under this white shirt and I don't have any like lighter color bras. So then it's good. Black's going to show the whole conversation that goes. So I was like, screw it. And I was like, Oh my God, mint and purple would look really cool. <sighs> Here's the reason I ask if you wear the same thing every day. Do you want to say hi to them? Here's the reason I ask if you wear the same thing every day. We, Sarit and I just got in the habit of trying. <laughs> it feels good. Like we were talking about yesterday. It feels good when you look at your body in the mirror and you look at yourself and your shape in the mirror and you're proud of yourself and you feel good about yourself. It's the same thing with an outfit. It's the same. You ever dress it like put put sexy mama in the comments. If like when you put on something where you feel like you actually tried, you have a different energy. You got a different energy. You're like, I showed up today because I put on underwear. <laughs> mama, can, can we after that transition to today's topic? Yes. Kelly so, wants to. Anyways, I, hold on. I encourage you. I encourage you to try. That's what I'm saying. It's been it's been working for me. It feels really good. Uh, it doesn't, same, same, it doesn't same have to take, It doesn't have to take a lot of extra effort. Um, and now, because we're all busy and we got places to be, let's get this show on the road. Callie has something to say, and we're gonna get tactical. So what Callie with you. wants to say? Hold is, on, ma'am. I'm not finished with my sentence. We're gonna get tactical with you today about workout strategies where you can get more done in less time. All right, I'm done. Finished. That's right, Don Capwell. When you look good, you feel good. It's so fucking true. It's the truth. 
Callie wants to say that she wears the same white chested outfit every single tuxedo. Day. Tuxedo. Thank you. You're so sweet. And I put on a hat though because I still need to wash my hair. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, I'll tell you. So toward towards the end of last year, Erin and I we 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 visited what what are we unsatisfied with about our lives. Like Aaron and I are the type of people who are always on a mission to improve ourselves, improve our surroundings, and just improve every single situation. That is whether it's with regards to the content we create about you guys, for you guys, like any any given area of our life. We take a really close look at it at any given point in time. And one of the things that we've come to realize is we're, we were uninspired by the way that we looked. Because we look boring. You speak for yourself. And uh, okay, I'm I'm sorry. I'm speaking for myself. I was uninspired by how I look because I wore the same like black shirt, black pants all day, every single day. And yes, it's one thing to represent a brand. And I'm like, okay, if I'm the represent representation of the brand, like, what do I want to be known for? Plain. I don't. I ain't got a plain personality. You know what I mean? So I agree. Like when you look a certain way, you bring a certain energy. So the, the commitment that I made, because I'm speaking for myself right now, is I want to make sure that I look in a way that is inspiring to me. Also, I don't know if you guys noticed, I've kept my hair down for five days. Wow. Stop it. Too much. Do you know how many times I washed it? <laughs> I'm getting my braids put back in. Ah, uh, okay. Real quick, real quick. Getting talk. my braids put back in tomorrow. Yeah, you are. I spicy. If it's up to me, Erin will have her braids once a year. But it's not up to me. It's up to well, her. It's a new year. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, perfect <darn>. timing. <laughs> Gosh darn. Okay, so so. We saw your comments in the chat and you said that you're busy AF. You're not just busy. You're like on the AF level. Got it. Okay. Same here. So today's conversation is about the right approach for an, an effective strategy from a fitness standpoint. So when it comes to being effective, with your fitness, you want to make sure that your work capacity is as high as possible. Now, there is more to that because if we're just talking about work capacity, we can very much um, be misunderstood in the sense of, okay, Erin and Sarit, are you just talking about calories work capacity? Because, and tell me, and, and tell me if it, Drop a me if you can relate to this. So for the first part of my journey, before I found the right answer, I when I would go to the gym, I would focus all of my efforts on the machines that will, quote unquote, help me to burn the most amount of calories. And like, and like a thousand calories was like my lucky number. It's like when I hit that four figures, I'm like, okay, good. I had a good day. Like 500 was my minimum. So drop a me if you can relate to this. Now, here's the reality. War capacity is not just indicated by calories. Because the type of workouts that I actually did only burned calories while I was there. Okay, I see some of you guys are relating to this. Um, and what about the rest of the day? And what about your metabolic engine? So not knowing what I didn't know, I was just, I was focusing on a caloric deficit level from a very surface level standpoint. Because there's a concept that I didn't know, and it's called uh, epoch, which is excessive post-oxygen consumption. So an effective workout will not only, any workout is going to help you to burn calories. Calories is just immune, a unit of energy. When you are moving your body, you are exerting energy, right? Like anything in life has a cause and an effect. So the cause is move my arm. The effect is the more I move my arms, 
the more energy I'm exerting, the more I'm moving my body, the more energy I'm exerting. Okay. So all I used to think about is a very surface level aesthetic standpoint. Like the more, the more calories I burn in the process, the more effective my workout is going to be because that means that it will either give me a higher margin to eat more food, or if I'm also cutting calories, then it will probably get you to get me to my goal sooner. Yes. Drop R for relate. If you can relate to this story in the chat. So now not knowing what I didn't know, only focusing on aesthetics, what I actually uh, figured out later on in life. And I would say I'm very, very thankful for having had the right mentors at a relatively young age in my life that gave me a really long runway for the rest of my life. And I'm really, really grateful for that because by the age of 20, Two, I got myself to the right path, which really like with the way that we execute our current lifestyle, it is a life enhancer. It is a um, productivity enhancer and it is a health enhancer. And that is what we hope to bring for each and every one of you guys. So um, all of that to say, not knowing what I didn't know, I did not focus on function. So by the time that I got to the age of 22, I learned by exposing myself to the right group of people who taught me what is like, what does having a functional body mean anyways? And what having a functional body means is our body was designed to move and our body was designed to move in a certain way that will allow us to enhance our lifestyle. And now, of course, Back in the day, we relied solely on our body to be able to uh, build shelter, provide foods for ourselves, for our family, uh, move our body in a way that will help us to look a certain way so that we can attract our mate. Yesterday, we talked about the three basic human needs, which are basically food, shelter, and sex. Okay? S-S-S. And... I did not move my body in a functional way. And what I've come to realize when I was 22 years old is that I actually didn't know how to move. And that was actually very embarrassing because for a pretty young woman, like who should know how to move, should move well, because, you know, I haven't had that much life to quote unquote, fuck up my body. I, or I, I've already fucked up my body. And by the way, throughout the process, that's why I also injured my shoulder three times. Because when you're not moving in a necessary way, you, like your body starts to build pathways of what will allow me to move through the path of least resistance, which can actually, you know, expose you to injuries later on and that sort of thing. And that's why maybe, um, you know, some, some people could be scared of working out. Let's be honest real quick. If you happen to have some kind of fear around working out, because maybe, you know, you think that if you will move your body, you'll get injured, then go ahead and drop scared in the chat. I get it. I get it. So my point for sharing this with you is because instead of just focusing on the aesthetics, what we get to learn is to focus on the functionality once we focus on the functionality, we move in a certain way and we allow our bodies to build a greater engine and a greater work capacity and therefore we'll be able to do more in less time and also do things better in less time. It's about quality and quantity. Do you wanna add anything? Can we get into the things? Yeah, we are. I just want to say it like as plain as it is. Yeah. Compound movements. Yeah. Did you talk just, about compound I, movements? Yeah, or did you say compound movements? No. Here, okay. So I want to explain what this is. So we're, Sarit's talking about like, okay, so there's a certain amount of calories or energy that your body burns while you are working out. And that's usually where it stops in the minds of most people. 
So what we are usually unaware of though, is that your body continues to burn calories after you are done because of the ex, uh, um, excess post-exercise oxygen consumption. So the amount of oxygen your body continues to consume at a higher rate than it does at resting after your workout because of your workout. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, put tracking in the chat or comments if you're tracking with me. Um, so when you do compound movements and by compound movements, we mean movements that move multiple joints at one time, for example, squat versus movements that move one joint at a time, like a leg like extension, extension or a bicep curl, like Sarit gave the example of earlier. So a squat my, is actually a full body movement. It's not a leg movement or a butt thing. It's a full body movement. Why? Because when I have, let's take like a traditional barbell back squat, even if it's just the bar, whatever, I've got a bar on my back. I am not just using my legs at this point. I'm using my, my lats to pull the bar down and keep it secure into my back where it's at. I'm using my whole torso, my whole core, which is everything besides my head, arms, and legs, my whole core to stabilize as I go down and up. I'm using then obviously every muscle in my legs, my glutes, hamstrings, quads, calves, everything when I go down and come up. So it's a full body movement. Um, and when you do that, the hormones that are also released, I don't know if it's, it's released. I'm not the smartest with hormones, you guys. Um, but what happens hormonally is that you are encouraging muscle growth. You're encouraging fat loss mm -hmm. and that, and because you're using more energy in less movements or in less time, your body's going to burn more calories doing it. And afterward, because the more you stress the muscle, in a productive way, the more calories it continues burning, oxygen it continues to consume or, or intake to recover from the exercise that you just did. So compound movements, moving your full body, deadlifts, squats, bench press, overhead presses, pull-ups, rows, all of these movements where you're using your, your more than just one joint, okay, versus two joints. The more joints you're using all at one time, the more, um, I say metabolically active, meaning the more calories you're burning in that movement during and after. Right. Um, it also promotes like, we could go into the nitty gritty of sets and reps and all of those variables. That's not a conversation for today. Um, but those also determine, uh, Part of it does determine actually how much work capacity you complete in or work you complete within a given amount of time, which is going to be your level of intensity, which is a variable, right? You have sets, you have reps, you have rest time, you have intensity, you have number of training days, um, you know, so there's all these variables, but intensity is also going to directly affect the amount of uh, energy or calories that you're burning during your workout and after your workout. If you've got super high intensity and really low rest times, your body's going to continue to burn a lot more calories after your workout or throughout the rest of the day than if you hopped on the Stairmaster and you did like 30 minutes while leaning on it and texting your friends. Yeah. Right. Like think, think, of, think about like if you just like Picture that movement of being on the Stairmaster and texting your friends, like how many joints are actually involved? Obviously, everything in the upper body is resting and maybe it's just like, I mean, not if, you're, not, not if you're lean and you got a tricep action going on. You know, you see those people where they're on the stairs like this. I'm like getting some tricep action. Yeah, but if they're, they're here, I mean, your, your pecs are getting. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. It's still a lunge pattern, right? Kind of. But it's low intensity. So there's two, This it's like two different things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Compound movements and then high intensity. Those are two different components. Yeah. So compound movements are basically moving your body like it is designed and the different movement patterns. And those are what Aaron shared with you earlier. So like when we, we work out in our garage gym every single day, 
our workouts involve compound movements. And now if we do isolation, because there is a rhyme and a reason for isolation, like you'd find isolation exercises to be um, beneficial for maybe enhancing like a specific muscle tone by giving yourself a like La, like a last minute burnout or for physical therapy purposes. Like, you know, there is a rhyme and a reason. Now, for the most part, to be fit for life, to have high energy, to enhance our lifespan, our workouts are mainly involving compound movements. So like, for example, today's workout involved two compound movements we call it a uh, a couplet which is like a couple two. a couple of movements combined together and uh the movements were what we call a devil press which is which includes the movement pattern of a hinge because it's got like a deadlift portion it involves a push-up component it involves a pull and a press. So we're talking about your entire body is moving here and uh, we are moving, we're using four movement patterns. And just to give somebody an idea of what a devil's press is, the name is accurately represents the intensity of the movement. It's like a burpee with dumbbells. Two. Dumbbells. Yes. And like they're burpee. going, they're going all the way from the floor to overhead. Yeah. A burpee goes like this. You're just not jumping. So yeah. it's like a burpee all the way down, up, boom, with yeah. both dumbbells. So it was a combo of descending combo of both of these movements together. So what was it? Devil's presses and what? I didn't do that. And pull-ups. It was 21, 42, 15, 39, 18. That gets your strength. That gets your heart rate. That gets your skill. That gets your whole body. Yeah. So it includes uh, compound movements. It helps you to build your engine, focusing on work capacity. So yes, I burnt a certain amount of calories during the workout. And because of the type of exercise that I did, I'm going to continue to burn for the rest of the day. And by the way, for anyone who's looking to age with finesse in a way where you're not a as much of a depreciating asset as you get older in the sense that you are enhancing how you look and feel the longer you get, then you definitely want to make it a point to include these components in your lifestyle. So I, actually, I'd love to know from, from you guys in the chat, like what workout program are you currently following? Because I'll tell you something like, all of our workout programs that we've developed, whether it's the most beginner one, which is called the 14 day rise above, uh, that one is actually free or our uh, burn zone series or our more high level, which is the underground training club. That's what Aaron and I do for training wherever you're at. Like the beauty of it is that it, it already includes all of that. So you don't have to try to think and wrap your head around, oh, well, what am I going to do? Because it's already been designed to implement all of that. So it's all compound movements. It is all functional movement. We teach you how to move because we are here to prepare you for life, to help you to look good, feel good and enhance your health span and your lifespan. I want to, I know that we've got like, like the major components of essentially how to get more done in less time in your workouts is compound movements, high intensity and uh, skill because of the amount of brain activity that's in on it too. So when it requires uh, focus, it is more intense than something that's mindless. Like I can walk uphill on a treadmill without using my brain very much, you know? So um, I, and I want to answer a couple of questions because these are really good, but those are like the bulk. Yeah. Those yeah. are like the bulk three things. Get your mind in on it by developing skills that require focus, compound movements, high intensity um, to get extra oxygen consumption far beyond your workout, like for the entire next 24 to 48 hours. Okay. Um, 
I saw a couple questions in here that are really good. I'm going to pop them up on the screen. Um, okay. Does yoga count as compound? I think it does, but low intensity. And you're on point with this. Compound movements are, and I, I would say in the sense that we're talking about compound movements, it is strength training. Like, Compound, uh, no, compound a movement is a movement. Compound movements involve like multiple joints. Right. So, so the answer is yes. The answer is yes. And usually very low intensity. Even if it's really hot in the room, you're, the intensity isn't self-driven. Yeah. Right. So there's a difference between that. Like I could go sit in a sauna and be breathing hard. Why? Because it feels suffocating. Not because I am the one exerting the energy. Yeah. So it's not going to have the same effect. It all right, and it and it doesn't make it wrong. It all depends on on the purpose. So that's why yoga is actually really great for um, you know like healing from an injury or you know maintaining a certain lifestyle if you're prone to injury because it allows you to. Um, number one, all yoga movements are compound movements and. Another thing to add is yoga actually moves you in three planes of motion. In our workouts that we develop um, for any of our trainings, we include that too. In our day-to-day -day life, we move in one plane of motion, and that exposes a risk to... What do you mean? One plane of motion in our day-to-day? -day? Yeah. yeah, walking is one plane of motion. It's a sagittal plane. You don't ever turn to pick up a dog or bend down or... Well, sure. Like how many times do we do that in a day? This is why so many people who pick up You're, like a okay. box, like, you know, let's like, get, let, let, this is, first of all, let's go over what the planes of motion are so that they understand what you're talking about. Planes of motion, there's sagittal, there's frontal, there's transverse. One is when you move side to side, like a crab, nah, 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 nah. one is forwards and backwards. And then one is along this, like this middle. Mm -hmm. right? You're twisting, rotating, whatever. Those are three planes of motion. Now, predominantly we're moving forwards and backwards, sagittal, <laughs> right? Um, however, a functional body. And so if you ever like thrown out your back or know of somebody who's thrown out their back by like picking up a pencil off the floor, they're not probably used to moving in multiple directions very much. Yeah. The average, I think what you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong, the average person predominantly move, like 95% of the time moves in a forward direction. You go grab something out of the cupboard. You put the dishes in the dishwasher. It's like forward. Mm -hmm. Most people don't even go backwards. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, but, the, but there are the other, we very rarely move sideways, yep. but, but twisting is, is yeah. something. So the great thing about yoga is that it does entail compound movements and yoga does also uh, develop skill. There's a lot of skill-based yoga movements, especially as they get more advanced. That's why like yoga is a lifestyle because it is a practice where you always develop the skill. Like there is, there is nothing skill related to literally going to a chest press machine and just pumping it like your your brain is like snoozing you can you can talk to your sister while you know you're doing that you know with yoga you are doing your practice that's what's called practice uh the way that we train same thing too you won't find yourself like you know just on the phone with your sister because there's everything is working your your brain and your body um now, like Aaron said, the thing about yoga is- Can I say something though to that before you go on? Yeah. Because like sitting on a chest press machine and pumping isn't necessarily bad. Right. So just remember that it, it, this conversation is about how to get more done in less time. It's going to be compound movements and high intensity. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, even if you sit on a chest press machine, you could pump the shit out of that thing and not rest very much and then go again and not rest very much and go again and then do some push-ups right afterwards you're going to have pretty high intensity low rest compound movement yeah so there's 
there's just, they're just different. There's not like right or wrong. It's what's your intention and what's going to be the thing that suits that or aligns with that, that result that you're looking for the best. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, um, this one is good too. Can you do compound with injuries? Is it safe? The greatest, the greatest answer in the world. It depends. It depends. It depends because what's injured your earlobe, go for it. Um, so it would really depend on what injury you're talking about. And if it's a lower body thing, then you can probably still do compound stuff with upper body. Here's the beauty of it. Like, so bo both, actually both Aaron and I got injured a couple months ago. I busted my left shoulder, Aaron busted her hip. Big time. We still continue training and we continue training in that style. Now we modify. So let's say if there was a compound movement that was uh, basically surrounding anything overhead pressing or even horizontal pressing with anything like that, I would modify that movement in order to allow that specific joint to heal. I don't just... Number one, when you're injured, and, and this is, I see this happening all the time. And this is the, this is the power of education. And this is the power of coaching. You should not, not work out because you're injured. Like if something is worth doing once, it's worth doing always. Just like I believe that you should not, not eat clean because you're on a vacation. I'm not saying like you can't have a cupcake. Like the thing remains the thing. It just, how do we work around the thing so that we're able to enhance longevity? Because here's the deal. Being injured and not working out. So like, for example, today in my like cash out after my main What component. does that mean, cash out? So cash out, it's like after the main, like, you know, it's like, imagine like if your workout was a sandwich, like maybe the the bread, make sure that it's Ezekiel bread. Let me, and, let me do this. Cash out. You know, when you go to Vegas and you win some money, but it's in chips, you got to get the cash out. You don't leave, you don't leave the casino till you get your money. Yeah. If you have any. Yeah. So like, so let's say if I have the warm up and then I have the main component and then I have like something. So she goes to the blackjack table and then she goes to play craps and then she got all her chips. She got to go cash out. Then she can leave. So the cash out the is, is, is it, it's like, it's like a, it's like a strength based finisher that is not like high intensity. It is simply to make sure that I, um, continue to move my body well and enhance the strength, like through compound movement. So I had three compound movements included in it. It was uh, bench press, it was single legged split squats and single legged glute bridges. And like, this is probably the heaviest that I've gone in my bench press because my shoulder feels really, really good now. Um, ever since like September. Now, uh, on the last set, it called for two reps. Now, when you do this for a while, you, you, you know your numbers. So like, you know, when I am healed and being and doing bench press more consistently, because I haven't been consistent with bench press, I have been consistent with working out. Um, I would say my two rep is around like 135. Today, my 115 felt like heavy like to the point where it's like you know you're pressing through the heel you're like Ugh! right so you know like wait how is that again it won't be the same so you know like my 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 strength threshold in that particular compound movement has dropped because i didn't train it so now i say this use it or because, lose it because anything in life use it or lose it so when you're injured, you're going to lose some strength around your joint in that movement pattern simply because you're not using it. When we're injured, priority number one becomes healing, healing the joint. So I'm not going to go and reinforce like a similar movement that's only going to prolong my healing process. That's why I didn't do bench press. Sometimes we do because we do stupid things. 
but that's not the idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now that my shoulders feeling fine and the workout called for it and the cash out, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. So now imagine just completely not working out because of an injury. Like imagine the, the length of time of what the comeback would look like. So when we are injured, what we want to do is we want to be consistent with the main thing, work around anything that needs to be work around, because while regeneration becomes number one, you are going to go backwards a little bit. Now, it's really important to make sure that we don't go very, very backwards. Like you would even see this happening with pro athletes. And that's why, like, understanding how this game works is so important because even for pro athletes, like, you know, like while they're in season and like their career is, you know, in it, in the case that all of the habits are not in check, it could take one thing that can make a person slide back and go from being fit as fuck to becoming morbidly obese. Yeah. So I want to chime in a little bit here because the, I think that the, the biggest reason, and I could be wrong in this, but put, um, help me out in the chat with this. If, if this is accurate for you, I believe that the biggest reason why people stop working out when they get injured is because they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. Like, okay, well, you know, what I knew how to do is how I got hurt. So I don't, if I don't know what else to do, then I just don't do it. Right. And so this is where creativity comes into play. And there's like a gazillion YouTube videos that you could watch on like exercises I could do with a busted elbow or, you know, um, and so that's one thing is like, keep yourself committed and get creative to do something. The most amount of time that I took off my hip, I still don't know what I did to it. I never ended up getting an MRI, but it, it, something went wildly wrong in my hip. And something like tore or broke or <laughs> something because I was on crutches for a week, limping for the next and didn't, I couldn't even uh, like, I didn't walk up a single stair or anything like that for like a couple of weeks. So, um, and that was hard. Remember we went to Greece and there's a million stairs and I actually used it as my rehab training. <laughs> And I was going with my own body. Uh -huh. And then I was like, let me carry the backpack. Now I'm doing weighted stairs. And like, but even in that time, there, there was a period for me where it's like, I get full rest, full recovery, nothing. Unless you have some kind of major injury, usually you don't need to rest for an entire week or month. You know, it's like I rested for a week and then I began to, like walk again, which was hard. And then I began to do stairs and then beyond that, it's like, okay, now I'm, I'm starting to test. What can I do? So still moving your body intentionally and not using I'm injured as an excuse to not move your body is find a way and find something that you can do. Um, and if your lower body's injury, do stuff with your upper body. If your upper body's injured, do something with your lower body. Uh, if it's your low back or something like that, look up low back strength or like low back exer pain, um, exercises for low back pain. We actually have, I think, two videos on it on our YouTube channel. So, yeah, um, you know, see, wow. it's a freaking party on our YouTube channel. You should be subscribed. Can we actually uh, drop a link to our YouTube? Channel? Some people are probably watching it on YouTube right now. I think most people are on Facebook. This is streaming on YouTube, though. Um, and yes, we can. But that that's that's that. So that's for today. I actually have one quick question. I, I'm curious to know, is is anyone currently injured in the chat? If so, go ahead and drop injured. Because there is something that is a great tool for anyone who is injured. And I'm not going to tell you that that thing is going to be the thing that heals it. It's just healing takes multiple facets. Okay, some of you guys are injured. Got it. So if you're injured, you need to get your hands on 
I kid you not, it is probably one of my all-time favorite supplements. It is called the Joint 4 formula. Many of you guys are already taking it. I know. Like, go ahead and drop Joint 4 if this is a part of your uh, daily routine. I believe that anyone who's over the age of 30 who's doing anything remotely close to anything that's high-intensity functional training you want to get your hands on it because like you're going to notice a difference in how your joints feel in a matter of like seven days. Like to, it's almost like when a smoker like stops smoking and they realize how much more oxygen they can breathe. That's the same with the joint four. And I'm telling you, ever since I got introduced to the joint four, when I was probably like 27, I haven't stopped taking it. As a matter of fact, one time my shipment came late and we thought that I wasn't lunging properly with my toe. Um, and I could, I could feel it in my knee, like immediately, like you're going to feel so much better, like in a matter of a couple of days. So, um, if you're not already taking the joint four, you'll definitely want to make it a point to do so. And if you haven't tried it yet and you do want to try it, uh, just a quick side note is that for the first 30 days, if you're going to get your hand on the joint four, you'll want to order two bags instead of one because there is a loading phase. And then after that, you can determine if you're like a double dose or a single dose. So for example, Aaron's also because we want things faster. So you want to feel better faster. Mm -hmm. You just double the dosage for the first 30 days. Yeah. You still do uh double dose. Right? I still do it. I still take it twice a yeah. day. Yeah. I take it once a day. For me, like it it works fine. So after the first month, you'll really be able to see, okay, what is my dose? No matter what those first 30 days, you want to go double dose. It's also like um and anything from X Endurance, it, I think that a lot of you already use X Endurance, but if you don't, I did drop a link to the joint supplement. Um, Sarit does get credit for that just so that, you know, we're transparent about it. Um, but $2 and four cents or whatever she gets doesn't change her life. Thank you for your support. And hopefully it supports you. Um, if you're not using X Endurance and you're new to it, or if you are and you're like on one thing, everything on that website, every single product has been phenomenal. And let me tell you the reason why um, I, I think that it would be so bad. I know it would be beneficial. And my opinion is that everybody should be on something on there for preventative, if not anything else. Um because it's it's better to for me i'd rather take care of myself and feel um like i'm in a position to where i am not putting myself in a position to be in pain or putting myself in a position to deteriorate faster than necessary and so for me a lot of it is uh preventative and some of the products on there it's like the longer you take it the more beneficial it is because of the compound effect over time and so um, like the essential and things like that. So yeah. anyway, I just wanted to add that two cents in there on that product. And anything that we ever recommend to you guys um, is always going to be something that we use on a regular basis, have used, or um, either we use on a regular basis or we use it for circumstantial for some reason or another. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're very transparent. Beautiful. Well, so... As we're heading into the weekend, just a couple of things. So, of course, like we said, every single day, it's not just about what you listen to us say here. It's about what you do before, during and after uh, what we uh, coach you and teach you here that will really help you to transform your life. And Aaron and I are very committed to making sure that 2024 is going to be the most transformational year for you, where you get to become the most confident, badass version of yourself because you are getting in the best shape of your life, regardless of if, regardless of if you're 30, 40, or 50 years old, regardless if you uh, you know work 16 hours a day or six hours a day, it doesn't matter. Um, you just got to show up. Yeah. Yeah. So going into today and into the weekend, your intention. So carry it out through Saturday and Sunday as well is go and do at least 30 minutes of movement. 
at least 30 minutes of movement. I'm not going to tell you what to do because I don't know what, what your situation is, but I know that you can definitely figure it out. Um, I don't know if it's necessary to drop a link to our 14 day rise above, or if you can you, just go to YouTube and search it also. Yeah. Like those are free workouts. And if you're interested uh, to learn more about what fitness and training programs we offer, you can feel free to either send Aaron or myself a message and we'll want to understand where you're at. And then we'll tell you where you should start or what you should do at this time. Um, because we offer solutions for literally all levels, just starting injured, uh, have a little bit of experience, have a lot of experience. Like I want to do the same thing that you guys are doing. Okay. So that being said, I'm going to put this up here too. Uh, somebody said that they can't see the link. They can't see the link that I posted. I posted a full clickable link that you could go to. Um, you can also go to shopxnd.com forward slash Sarit A. Um, and if you are a first time customer, you can enter Sarit 15, S-A-R-I-T 1-5 in the promo code at the end, Sarit 15, in order to get a 15% discount. So, yeah. yeah. Super cool. And we are going to be back all week next week, 11 a.m. Eastern. So make sure you add it to your calendar. And I, yeah, I want to tell you some of the topics we're doing, you guys, next week. Okay. Some of you may have seen already um, some of the, the posts that have been made about it. By the way, RSVP to those videos, you may get reminders if you do that. So if you forget, you don't want to miss it. Um, we are doing how to stay focused when you feel like quitting on your goals. We're going to be doing busy versus productive, like getting rid of the busyness and actually being productive, um, losing weight, even with a busy schedule. And then, uh, the protein secret to being youthful and toned. That's actually, and there's going to be a pre-recorded video also on, on, uh, Friday next week, because we are going to be, um, away, but we're going to make sure that you get a video so that you can stay motivated, continue to build this momentum in the beginning of the year, um, and really run hard and take notes and show up and prove to yourself that you can be consistent by continuing to be on these, invite your friends, invite your family, invite your coworkers, invite your, invite your coworker that complains about not feeling like she can ever lose weight and keep it off. Invite your sister. Who's always saying, Oh my God, I wish that I had more motivation or discipline or whatever. Um, because the more people you have on your side doing this journey with you, the more people who are getting the message and the communication and the education, the easier it is for you to reach your goals. So, okay? true. so share this video with somebody that it would benefit, um, all your workout homies, your, your swole mates, and we all rise together. Boom. That's it. All right, guys. Happy uh, Flex Friday. Be great. Have a great weekend. We'll see you guys next week. And check in in the Facebook page because we'll be there too. Bye. Bye.